Forensic psychiatrist Dr Eric Monasterio has been cross-examined this morning at the trial of Lauren Dickerson. Remember the details of this trial are quite harrowing, so please do be cautious about listening to this content. Lauren Dickerson is the South African mother accused of murdering her three daughters in Timaru. She has pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity or infanticide. Dr Monasterio testified yesterday that he does not believe those defences are applicable. Staff's Martin Van Bainen is covering the trial. Kia ora, Martin. Good afternoon. Martin, the issue of Lauren Dickerson's depression has been a major focus of this morning's questioning. Yes, it has. And the reason is that for the defence of infanticide to be available, the depression has to be related back to childbirth or pregnancy or or lactation. So it's very important that uh, the defence are able to sort of damage Dr. Monasterio's opinion that even though Lauren Dickinson thought her depression was very severe, he doesn't think so, mainly because she was able to conduct some fairly complex activities while she was supposedly under this terrible cloud of depression. And also she made a a humorous reference, which he doesn't believe is consistent with uh, severe depression. So the defence attacked um, Dr. Monasterio about that and He had to concede that of about nine guidelines for severe depression, Lauren Dickinson would meet about eight of them. But he still thought that if you stood back, uh, the fact that she was able to conduct these or these these sort of um, daily activities did suggest that she wasn't at at the severe end of depression. Martin, you you mentioned yesterday that the rapport between Dr. Monasterio and Lauren Dickinson, or the lack thereof really, was a key part of this phase of the trial. Uh, And there have been more questions about that as well today? There has. Defence counsel Ian Tui put it quite bluntly to him, saying, you don't like her, do you? And he said that wasn't the case at all, that he was conducting an examination or an interview, and he he was keeping an open mind. He was then asked to address the fact that her medical notes showed that every time he interviewed her, and he interviewed her four times, every time he interviewed her, she became distressed and distraught afterwards. But Dr. Monasterio said, well, that's to be expected. I'd be surprised if that wasn't the case. An email was put to him in which he suggested to the Crown Prosecutor that her remarks about Timaru and the people there were not so much the result of you know, delusion or depression. It was that she was coming from a privileged background and she was going into an area of low privilege and therefore she was making some statements that were based on that. So he didn't think that with those sort of comments that you could substantiate a, an altruistic motive for the killings. Martin, this case has garnered a lot of attention, as we know. Tell us what it's like inside the courtroom. Is it open to the public and are members of the public showing up? Yes, they are showing up. And it's noticeable that the main people coming are, are women. I did a count up today and there were, of the people that weren't connected to the trial, there were about 20 women and two men. So I think it is definitely resonating with with women in particular. Looking ahead to the rest of the week, Martin, who's set to give evidence for the rest of the week? The defence have got two psychiatrists and, and a clinical psychologist who will say that Lauren Dickinson acted out of love or acted out of an altruistic motive to kill her children. So we're going to hear a, a lot more about these various interviews. The interesting thing that emerged today was that Lauren Dickinson has been interviewed for 53 hours by four psychiatrists and one clinical psychologist who will give, give evidence. And no doubt we'll traverse a lot of the same issues 
Dr. Monasterio was accused today of, you know, putting the worst construction on comments by Lauren, and he denied that. But clearly, the construction put on her comments by or her interviews by the other expert witnesses will will be different. And so, one of the other major planks of Dr. Monasterio's evidence is that Lauren Dickinson was inconsistent with him. Now, he wasn't saying she was lying, but she's, he was just saying you have to take into account the fact that she was inconsistent. So the defence then said to him, well, look, she was interviewed over 53 hours by five different people that are going to give evidence. So you wouldn't expect her to give exactly the same account. His response was, well, she didn't give the same account to me or she she um, she was inconsistent to me. So no, no doubt this theme of the Crown is emphasising the inconsistency between her interviews and uh, her previous expressions of motive and her police interview and in some of her messages are going to be focused on. Martin, we've asked you this a couple of times now, but when is the trial likely to come to a conclusion? You told us you you're, you think it's likely to run into next week as well. Yes, and maybe even into a fifth week. Uh, so the latest indication is that we may finish the proceeding uh, next Thursday, and then uh, there'll be a question about you know whether the jury should go out or whether they should be given the weekend off. So there, there are a whole lot of considerations, but uh, no one is discounting a fifth week. Now, this should have taken three weeks, and it's, it's going to go into a fifth week. Clearly, the expert evidence has taken a lot longer than anybody thought. Well, we'll keep following this trial and checking in with you to keep people up to speed on what's going on. Martin Van Boehner, thanks once again for your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Newsable. I'm Imogen Wells. And I'm Emile Donovan. The details of this trial are extremely distressing, so if you or someone you know needs to chat, there are links and phone numbers on the Stuff website.